Well, here we are. Ciao, Juventini. Welcome Hello, back to the All UV cast. Of course, it's All UV all the time. I've got Anthony. I've got Luca. We are, uh, yeah, walking into a little bit of a hotbed looking at this live chat already. Um, I didn't even get a chance in the green room to look at all of the comments. Um, it's going to be a fiery one today. Um, yes, it is. We've been at boiling point for a while <laughs> as uh, fans, and now it's just the lows keep coming and they're just that uh it's unreal like we talked about yesterday just breaking records in all the wrong areas and setting new all-time lows and yesterday was no different given uh, Maccabi Haifa their first Champions League uh, victory congratulations uh yeah um nasty nasty stuff uh falling to them uh two nil in israel and it's uh it's ugly it's ugly we're gonna get to a couple of these okay yeah so far away am i saying to be honest i wasn't shocked the worst is yet to come whenever mm -hmm. i see max and the players on tv i actually say i hate you guys <laughs> as a fan that's how disconnected i feel at the moment with you wow Little wow intense. Long okay intense, Okay, we've got Bikram G. That is on a different stance here, guys. I'm gonna stand behind the club and also Agnelli and Allegri. Sometimes in life, things just don't go the way you want, no matter how hard you try. In those moments, you just have to hang in there. I don't see a lack of effort from both Agnelli and Allegri to change things here. In fact, I see the lack of effort from players, though. Both Agnelli and Allegri were at the helm when we won five Scudetti and two Champions League finals, which were unlucky to face better team than us, Real Madrid and Barca. I'm going to stop there. We are going to continue. We're definitely going to touch along the lines of how, how deep do we need to fall and still trust the people that are there? Now, again, you're talking about past success, but sometimes the formulas are in the support roles. And when those people leave and when those change, all things are not the same. Yes, Agnelli was there. Yes, Allegri was there. But there was a lot of other people that were involved that aren't currently. And sometimes that's, it's a full, it's a full formula and it's a bunch of people that are missing. Characters that were massive and important to that moment in time. And, so, and I think what we're starting to find, too, is trying to recreate the past just ain't working. <clears throat> no, no, it's not working. Now, here, here's the tricky part. I don't think people quite understand. Where do we start today, Al? Because there's a lot of, there's a lot of people who want to hear a lot of different things. Let's go backwards we from the end of the game. Well, forward. here's where we start. We start getting the business out of the way. So everyone that's tuning into this podcast on your audio, let's get over to YouTube right now, subscribe to the channel and take in all the extra content, daily update videos and uh, match day lives and whatnot. In okay, the live chat, by the way. Regardless of what's fire. happening. And right now is probably an intense time to follow because I always, I've been saying, when things get rocky, when things get tough, it makes those victories sweeter. Juve will be back. We just don't know when. And right now it's, 
hard to picture them back, but they will be. Okay. Start the start the timer. Start the ticker. We'll see. You can take bets on how long it's gonna take. They will be back. Mark my words. I got the over. We ain't going anywhere. (laughs) But now that that's out of the way, this Maccabi match, okay. Um, I don't think we need to get into the details on the highlights because there's way too much to talk about surrounding the aftermath, Mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. As far as the game goes, again, you just have something that uh, is a first half that's absolutely beyond abysmal, okay? Second half, it was better. I still question it like I did Bologna like I did Maccabi's first match because we had a second half that was piss poor against Maccabi. And honestly, this one, the second half, how much of it was our own doing and how much of it was Maccabi feeling very comfortable against a lackluster Juve, to be That's honest. A good point. That's a good point. I think the substitutions probably had a lot to do with it. Um, what what I'm going to start off with is saying <clears throat> that start our starting lineup still should beat that team. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, right. There is so a people lot want to come and complain more, about, like, uh, about uh, the lineup and whatnot, but come Doesn't on. Matter. At the yeah. end of the day, I think we're starting to find, and again, our own manager's savior, Angel Di Maria, did absolutely nothing while he was in there before leaving injured. I'm telling you, this faith and this false hope in players returning and gonna just turn everything around the issues run much deeper for me and i don't see talent bailing us out and picking us out because honestly there's no belief when there's no belief there's there's not enough hard work being put in because you don't believe that you're going to get the rewards out of it and you have those right there i don't care how talented you are it's not coming together that's that's for me i don't know if what you guys think about that statement i just made but what do you think I, I I have nothing to add. It's great. Thanks for coming to the show, Luca. Um, Peace, bye. But I, I watched an interesting uh, post game yesterday. Uh, Davum is it Davum twenty three? Davum, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, Davum. He yeah. he does he does a good job. He had a very interesting uh, take on it yesterday. People are asking him, Luca, just sit down, man. You're starting to bug me already. We're only six minutes into this thing. He had a very interesting take. He said a lot of people were saying, "Hey, why aren't you upset about this?" And he. He he's upset at himself for not being upset. He's like, we've grown accustomed to losing, and that is a problem. Yeah. Being in the situation where we're accustomed to losing, and and I think that's where basically you and I are at. We've talked about this a lot. It's like you're almost feel a little bit disconnected because you're like, this isn't the team that that we remember. And yeah. that's why I'm not upset today because it's like I'm not surprised. You know, I'm yeah. I'm upset a little bit. But am I really surprised? No, based on our recent track record, I'm not. So, and it's it's that pit, man. Have you guys ever seen uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Remember that movie? Oh yeah. When they're falling in the pit and they're yelling, and then the pit just keeps going, they just keep going down. So they just decided decide to play twenty questions. Right now, we're just playing twenty questions in an endless pit. Yeah, it's that's the worst part. The worst Correct. part is that you know. <laughs> Yesterday wasn't a surprise whatsoever. It was not a surprise. And that's the worst part about it all is that you can, you can sense it. You can see it Uh, when it's happening. You're like, yep, we are getting what we deserve because there's been 
no progress made. Actually, I can't even say there's no progress made. There's progress been made in a massive amount. It's in the wrong damn direction. Okay. We've yeah. gotten far worse. So as far as um, Allegri goes, I'm going to double down on my latest stance on Allegri that he's had enough time. I'm also now looking at Agnelli and I think it's going to take wholesale changes in my personal opinion. I don't see the people involved <clears throat> getting us out anymore. Um, I think we start with the words. I think we start with the words uh, coming out immediately after the match and it's everybody. Everybody was getting in there. Um, even uh, Marquisio. Marquisio kind of trying to maybe cool things down in terms of, you know, uh, stating, look, why are we so quick looking to, to blame everybody? Uh, you know, he's like, you can't forget who we are to, to the, along to those lines. Well, no, Claudio. The reason we need to look at change and we need to sort this out and maybe find who's responsible and hold them accountable is because that is exactly who we are. At Juve, there was a standard. There was a standard <clears throat> to it. If you didn't match up, you were gone because the steamroller had to keep moving. You were either part of the steamroller or part of the pavement. And now, unfortunately, we've become the fucking pavement. So there it is. I don't, Nine minutes, Luca. I don't agree with Claudio saying, <laughs> Had the hey, under. playing this blame game. Look. The guys at the helm right now are not getting it done. They're not getting it done. Yeah, uh, man, it's you, you can point your fingers at everybody, and you can also point your fingers at nobody, right? Like it's 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 such a problem where you could, yeah, yeah, right. scang out hashtag yeah. scang out. I get it. The you know I don't want to say that we're <clears> finally <throat> turning on the ownership. You, you have to have. You have to. We all support the club. That's what we're doing here, right? We all support the club. I think. At we also have to have some hope. Some hope that they're going to turn this around, or else we wouldn't be here, or else we just shut it down. Let's go do something else. I think we have some hope. My and I, I, I stand behind Agnelli. I, I do. I think you know you can't forget that we had nine Scudetti in a row. So I, I'll stand behind him. The Allegri thing really shaky ground i'm i'm finding that one tough but the something needs to be shaken up and i agree with you there al something needs to be shaken up at the core to figure out how we get these players it, or is it the players or is it all 100 people that work for juventus like we don't know what that answer is and i don't know what if yesterday wasn't a shake up i have no idea what what it, what it's what's going to take and I don't think any, maybe some people in the chat here may have an idea, but we need a culture shock in my personal opinion. What it's is, Luca, lost. What is it's that? lost from the top. It's lost from the top. I okay. think the words of those involved bear no weight anymore. Mm -hmm. What Agnelli says means nothing matters. Nothing to the players anymore matters. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, mean anything. When you come oh. out in your post-match comments, okay. This is Agnelli. One of the most difficult evenings and periods since I've been president of Juventus. I take full responsibility. I want to hear Max say that. I yeah. feel ashamed and apologize for what happened today. 
Allegri is the right person to get us out of this situation. He'll stay. <laughs> it's a question of the group and not one person. <clears throat> it's not the coach's fault that we can't even make a tackle. Allegri will stay at least until the end of the season. We have nine games in no 30 chance. days. Positioning ourselves well and a second half of the season in which we will have to be protagonists. We're talking about a group of 80 to 90 people who need mm -hmm. to find their identity again. We have great guys who represent the present and the future. I'm thinking of Fajoli, Sule, Dushan too. We need to rediscover compactness. That's just a failure in translation towards the end there, but it doesn't ultimately matter. Um, unity. He's talking about all this. So I take full responsibility. Okay, that's all well and fine. But as far as Allegri being the right person to get us out of this situation, I don't understand what anyone could possibly be clinging to in that role. Now, we talked about this yesterday. Is the team <clears throat> scared to try after yes. another manager? Because yes, while we all can talk about Max leaving, there's no you're one. not getting another high-paid manager after this. Nope. No. It ain't happening. So who out there is going to be a low-cost manager that's, number one, going to walk into this uh, dumpster fire that's going on right now Who's going to want to walk into that and who's going to be able to help us <clears> out <throat> that's going to be low cost? Because okay. stop talking about this Klopp, this Pochettino, this uh, Tuchel stuff. Like, it's, Stop talking about that. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. Okay. I, I have a bit of a theory, and I think Luca's – I like to hear Luca's point on this one. Mm -hmm. I think Agnelli said the right things for the present because we have, like you said, we have, what, nine more games before the World Cup break? It's a lot. So there's no, I don't think there's a sense. I agree that there's no sense in changing a manager now because, you know, you have so much coming at you before the World Cup break. I am not convinced they, they'll keep Max until the end of the year. I think this World Cup break mm. is, if they're going to target a new manager, it's going to be during that break. I think they're just, they're just saying, hey, listen, we're going to, just to sort of appease the fans, which isn't really working because we're all pissed. I think until the World Cup break, they're going to ride with Max and see how it goes and then uh, and then possibly remove him there. Luca, you think there's any chance we get rid of him at the World Cup break? Um, it's hard to say no because I really want him gone. But again, it, it comes to the question of who do you replace him with? Like our, our options are either very high salary which obviously <clears throat> Max is already at, or some interim from you know like City of Bay, which which might you know might not even help us. So, I mean, if you're if they're going to change, the best time to do it already passed. We we all agree that it's too late now. Now the damage is done. We're probably not going to get out of the group stage. And if they're if now they want to switch again, the best timing would be yes, that World Cup break. But I don't know if they'll do it. I don't know if you know they have the we don't typically do, do it now because they've waited this long. Like you can't stick by someone this long and then, oh, okay, now we're gonna get rid of them. Why? Yeah. I mean, just done. It's too late. Now. Y yesterday was was for me was a turning point. But yeah, Lex brings up a good point. And interim for six months, you can do it. You can do, but if like, people may say Landucci, but if Max goes, mm -hmm. yeah, Landucci will most too. likely just change the whole staff. My, 
And it's my real problem is, and I brought this up last time I was on the pod, our management hasn't even stepped up and done anything. We haven't, the most change that has happened in the last two, three weeks has been the international break and maybe one or two wins. No, not one person was fired. Not one person was reprimanded. Not one person took blame. I haven't heard a single person come out and say, it's my fault. Not, not a player, not a coach, not a staff member, nobody. We're, they're all just acting as if everything is okay, well, which the, is what's infuriating. You hear the players say it. Like, you hear like, Danilo say it. I know some people are getting with frustrated with what Danilo's saying. Like, you know, it's on us. Like, you hear the players saying that. I haven't heard Max say it. Now, hopefully someone in the chat can help us out. Has there been any changes to, like, J Medical or the physio staff? I haven't heard anything. If someone can quickly like Google that and let us know, because I don't. They think, probably promoted. Uh, to somebody. your point, Luca, I don't think there's been any changes. No, they probably promoted the guy who was in charge of the medical staff. Here, take more money. What do we Listen, got here? And like, what's the point of waiting to the break if you're even thinking about it? And that's why when the rumors, when all this, you know, you could see all this smoke and whatnot, and it was uh, waiting till break, waiting till break. Monza was a time to react. Okay. Correct. They gave the international break to Max, and that was a luxury I don't think many coaches would have had after what happened to Monza. Okay. We come out of that break, Bologna and uh, Maccabi are victories. However, still problems creeping in there, and a lot of the fan base still not convinced. And then you ultimately fail miserably in another big match to Milan and then you fall flat on your face away in Israel. And again, we continue to not be able to win away from home, um, setting another record that in 25 years, first six consecutive away games have been no victories for Juventus. So excited. How many, like they're just willing to continue to go on like this for me, I don't know, like our ambitions are completely lost. Our standards are completely lost as a club. Like it's hard to argue with that. I like this, Michael. And if they're going to go with uh, just riding this thing out Michael. and saying it is what it is, there are moments, Come on, man. I think, when you can ride it out with who you have and try to get them to dig you out. But honestly... There's times when you just have to see that they can't get you out. And right now, Agnelli is at that point for me, even beyond. Remember when we were talking about making a coaching change and everybody was talking about Landucci coming in. And what did I say? I said, he's too closely connected to this period and what's been happening that he needs to go as well. Not that Mm -hmm. I think you know, terribly of Landucci or anything. He's too close knit to Allegri and what's been going on. And the players would need a complete fresh break. Okay. I feel the same way about management and honestly, Agnelli, Nedved as much as I love him, like clean break. Arriva Bene is an interesting one because he's been part of the board and kind of in with Agnelli for quite some time. That he's kind of that interesting one. Cherubini, I say 1,000% needs to stay because he's got clear ideas. He's done good work. The youth 
side of things, which is under his tutelage, has been incredible. But everything else, I'm serious. This team needs a culture shock because what we are, who we were, is all completely lost. Mm -hmm. And that's, in my personal opinion, okay, my personal opinion, because Agnelli's ego took over. He became this massive ego and it took over and his chase to match up with these premier sides. While I understand it and I agree with it, he still let it slide too far. And the team right now is on tilt. Okay. We're on tilt. There is no sight of how low we can go. Okay. Yeah. Pinball reference from, you know, the fellow older guy out here yeah god i love pinball guns and roses pinball was sick you can listen to sweet child and just... okay oh, now i was more metallic okay as i was on this i think it's a clean i think you have to just wholesale changes and get a culture shock in do you do the wholesale changes right in the middle of a season honestly Elkan might have to step in and figure something out with Agnelli. He can be a part of the club and it could be behind the scenes, which he, I think, will. I don't think he'll ever truly be gone, but I'm fine with that. But as far as the manager, he continues to separate himself from his players. And Max Allegri did the same thing in the presser yesterday. Yeah, but I don't. Let's get into what I was saying about the management wholesale changes. Go ahead, Anne. Yeah. Elkan, he always. He, they've always kept Juventus at arm's length, right? Yep. That's, yep. Those are the Agnellis who run Juventus. The Elkins never, right? More or less. I don't see Agnelli going anywhere. Now, I will defend Agnelli by saying that knowing people who are in those positions, similar positions, running companies, CEOs, they have a vision of doing things. And they have to. they have to stay... That's just who they are, right? They have to stay. They have a vision, and they are going to see it. <clears throat> you and I may not agree with it. They don't give a shit, right? The ship is going this way, and that's where they're going to take it. And they're going to they're going to do everything they can to make sure that their vision is complete. Now, add in the Super League, I get that. I agree with you that he's trying to compete or trying to get on the same level those English clubs. Um, to do that, you need a boatload of money, but. That shouldn't that be a goal though? Shouldn't that be a goal to get to that level? It's turning out to be a little yeah. unrealistic, but that should be the goal. It should be the goal to grow the club, and I can understand what he's <clears> doing. <throat> Unfortunately, it's alienating like your main fans. You know, the product on the field is suffering. You know, it's. I get it. I get what he's doing. I understand it, but it, to your point, Al, it's just. Everything is sort of starting to fall by the wayside. It's it's and the it, thing you're, is for you're, me, you're you're hurting the fan base as well. The 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 coaching change, I would have acted easiest. earlier. I would have acted yeah. earlier, to be honest. And I yeah. said it earlier yeah. in the season. Mm-hmm. Like that Monza one for me, you could see the team was not there. The mm-hmm. international break was his last chance at saving it. It hasn't happened. It hasn't happened. Ravanelli coming out and talking about the players and just saying, look. This team outside of 13 to 14 players. Well, here's the thing, Ravinelli. A lot of players. You're already wrong there because we don't have 13 to 14 performing consistently. 
Okay. Maybe we don't have 13 to 14 players performing consistently. So you're, you're also failing there. So it's beyond <clears> the player <throat> thing. Okay. That's it. When you have this many players on a roster that can't sort it out, that can't play cohesively. I'm sorry. It's not the players. I'm done talking about these players. Characterless. He says so many are characterless. Are you telling me Maccabi? Is full of characters. Mons is full of characters, and no, give me a break. It's, they if are anybody a wants team. To... They share a, a, a game plan, and they execute it together as a team. We have a manager who has no idea in the final third of the pitch, and he actually admits this on the air, saying the players have complete freedom there, and that's why we look clueless in the final third. Our best. <laughs> half of football in the Maccabi matches was crossing the ball in. Everybody got this false sense of hope with the second half. There's still some fans clinging on to that. Look, we dominated them. We threw crosses into the area and we're praying we could latch on to them. Yeah. That's all. If you want to talk about, if you want to talk about characters, Google the guy who scored two goals against us and some allegations against that guy. Yeah. That guy's a character. That's a real yeah. character. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Anyways, I Anyways. see, I see a couple messages here. You know, uh, Jeremiah said one. Completely disagree. That's fine. Well, yeah, it's okay. We don't care. Everybody agrees with. But this one here. So this is a good example of like, okay, this hey, is mid-season. Uh, hey, Eric. And then it works. <laughs> I'm not saying it doesn't work. I'm saying I can understand why they aren't pulling the trigger yet because you just want to get through this stretch, and then you have a two-month, basically a two-month break where you can bring in a new manager and his, you know, and his crew. And they can really get established with the players that aren't going to the World Cup. It, yeah. it makes more sense. It there. makes more sense, hundred percent. I just, I just think that makes more sense. If they, if they were to sign <clears throat> Max today, I, I'd be all right with it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be against it. I just, yeah, but, my point is, I can see why they would wait until a two month break mid season. Yeah, that's it. So it might work, might not. Yeah, here's the flip side, mm-hmm. um, and I want to bring this one up. It's fine yep. to replace Allegri at this point, but I'm worried we're becoming a club run by the players. This will mm. be fourth manager in four years at some point. We need responsibility for the players. I'm going to double this one mm. up with this one oh, from okay. Mark. How can you blame Agnelli? The Juve administration spent huge money. He brought top players like Pogba, Vlaovic, Ronaldo, Di Maria, Bremer, and others. It is the coaching staff and players to blame. I'm going to stop right here, and I'm going to use both of these. So... A club run by its players. I don't think that's the case. And I'm yeah, going to follow yeah. that up, why I feel it's not that way. And I'm going to follow up as why you can blame Agnelli. Okay. All in yeah. one nice little gift for the basket. Okay. So get ready. Here we go. Here we Number go. one, when you go back to Sari, the people Agnelli put into place hired Sari. Agnelli <clears throat> had personal issues with that hiring. Never stepped in at the fact, let it go through, and we hired Sari. Okay. If we were going to get rid of uh, Allegri the first time, I have always said it was handled piss poor. Okay. They didn't actually have a proper plan in the follow up to Allegri's first tenure ending. Okay. So mm-hmm. he allows his staff that he has to make those decisions hire Sari. Agnelli wants Sari out come the end of the season, okay? Sari's gone. Agnelli circumnavigates the same people that he has in place, brings in Pirlo, okay? And then 
and Yelly again cuts in, steps in, and brings Allegri back, which has been nothing short of an absolute nightmare. This is not a club run by its players, okay? And the players are not responsible for those managers leaving, okay? It is not. And this is why Yelly needs to take ownership of these decisions. Either number one, you don't trust the staff and the guys you have in place to make those calls. Get rid of them. Get somebody else in. And we can maybe all argue that that would have been the right move from the get-go. As much as I love Nedved, whatever, when Paratici left, maybe, just maybe, Nedved should have gone too. And he should have got a sporting director that can actually operate everything. And the funny thing is, how long now, how many Mercados have we heard about a new sporting director coming in to help with Carabini going up to a, a general manager role? One. We've heard it quite a bit. We, well, we heard it earlier in the summer, right? There is the guy from Atletico. Summer, or? We heard it in the winter Mercado, and we Did heard it, it the oh. summer before, even with oh, those guys man. coming in. So it's been something that I think they've been looking at. But arguably, hindsight's always twenty twenty. But oh, it's a beautiful thing. To, to say Agnelli is not to blame is no, 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 no. I'm not, I'm not getting into that. I'm not getting into yeah. that. Um, he needs to take accountability for what he's done. Um, you, there's a reason you have sporting directors and you have your staff <clears throat> kind of put into place. All the decisions start and end with Agnelli. Okay. Sure. He has a board there and whatnot, but come on. Let's not wipe the slate clean with this guy. And I don't like sticking to the fact of what happened in past success for the reason, like I mentioned before, there's far too many other people involved. And when you're trying to recreate something that happened in the past, it's one of the reasons I kind of don't want Conte back, to be honest. He might be the only one to clean up, but I'm starting to get PTSD from these return things. Nope. Let's move forward, know. please. What do you guys think about what I just laid out about Agnelli there? Luca? Oh, yeah. I, I, I have I have some contradictory mm-hmm. thoughts. <clears throat> I definitely think he has a lot of decision, a lot of say. I agree with that, Al. But I don't necessarily think a lot of it is bad. I think, you know, getting him out won't solve as many issues. Because uh, let's be realistic here. A lot of people are saying, and I've been reading this everywhere, oh, let's get um, some, you know, Asian or Middle Eastern guy to buy out the team and we'll have all the money in the world. What club do you have all the money in the world? Yeah, that that's I want people to notice that Elkin and the XR group have a crap ton of money. And we've there was a quote, I think, last summer when we bought uh, or was it last winter when we bought Vlaovic that said that if we need the finances, XOR and Elkin are there to support us. That's not a problem. They're just not going to do it willingly unless they have a a, a good purpose because that's just bad business. They're not going to just throw money out the window and financial fair play. Thank you. That said. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to be a club. I don't want to be supporting a club that's run by non-Italians or non-people that don't have a history with the club. If they're from the Middle East and all they're doing is just pumping money for the fun, that's not a club that I could be totally okay with. You know, like you could argue that Fair this enough. whole new direction uh, with the new logo and the new marketing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that that is a more modern trend. And I get that you want this old school mentality. That's fine. Things change. But to go out and say that you want just some guy with a lot of money running and owning your club. I mean, look, let's be realistic. Manchester City hasn't done squat, even though they've been pumping money and money, money every year. I don't want that. I don't want, I don't think I want to support a team like that. So 
Agnelli is going to stay, I think. Is that a bad thing? I think there, I think he has yeah. some good ideas. I think he's got some things that do make sense. But he asked, like you said, he has to take accountability and cut the ties when needed. You know, like Sadi wasn't a good fit. You got rid of him. Fine. At least he won something. Pirlo didn't get the results we wanted. Again, at least he won something. Max, you go back to Max because you think he can restore what was what what, what once was, but he hasn't. Why aren't you acting? That, to me, is the only fault Agnelli has made, is that he is not learning from his past mistakes, where it was like, I'm cutting too early now. He's just, he's like, screw it. I'm just going to let him sit and stew. What changed? Does mm-hmm. he have, does, does Allegri have something on you? Does he have blackmail or something? Like, what's Possibly. the difference between this man and the last two? That is what's frustrating to me. And the only thing I'm going to shit on Agnelli for. That's it. That's my thought. I think it goes back to, I think, Al, you brought the point. Uh, yesterday and three days ago and again this morning I think they're afraid to pull the trigger to get it and get it wrong again right and the finances for letting them go I think I think those two are a bigger is that enough than... to stop what's going on though yeah no like, it isn't it's gonna get it worse isn't. yeah like I something. think I just I can't see this sticking and we were talking about this in the green room and it's just like you know um, Anthony and I will have quite a bit of work experience um, in businesses and, you know, big, big yep. businesses and companies. Um, Luca plays that keyboard that's next to him. Um, I don't know. Until, you know, he's established himself. Play us a, but tune. Play us a tune, donkey. Play, <laughs> playing it. Playing it. Sing. Donkey. And like tr- giving people. And if you've, ma- you've managed teams and whatnot, we've managed teams, we've managed people giving them circumstances to allow themselves to dig themselves out of a hole is a tricky, tricky thing. You never want to cut the cord too soon or whatnot, but at some point, like, I mean, this isn't too soon anymore. And in Max's own words, six months is all it takes. And this is part of the problem I'm having. This is the biggest issue I'm having with Max is the lack of accountability, that separation that he's creating with players and himself nobody's saying players don't need to step up and they don't need to do a better job, but I don't think you need to be, you know, um, a football guru to figure out that they're lacking guidance and direction and what they need uh, out there, to be honest, because you can't have that many guys falling short guys that you've also seen perform well previously, maybe a couple of years back. Also guys that do well when they leave on international duty, Yet the second it's back at Juve, it goes to shit. Yep. That can't be just coincidence and whatnot. There's something, there's something more to it. Okay. And it just again, it I can't players need to step up in terms of pride. Okay. But Danilo's words Mm -hmm. were coming out here saying that they're ashamed. The players are ashamed. When you have that feeling and you have your own president that's coming out saying we have no identity, we lack identity, the players are saying they're ashamed, the presidents come out saying they're ashamed, this is a tough, tough hole to dig yourself out of. Now they go on a retreat. These retreats, okay, whatever. They're going on a retreat. They'll be at Contenas until the Derby de la Mola on the weekend. Look, it's going to take a hell of a lot more than a fucking retreat, okay? It's just, it's not going to turn around. 
I will say it right now. It ain't turning around. You don't, while we can agree, they don't have the leadership they once did. When people think back to that big turnaround in that season, 15, 16, whatever, there was different guys around there. It was a different feeling. It was a hard done by feeling. This is beyond a hard done by feeling. This is a, like, we are awful and we can't figure it out feeling. Bill and Ted in the pit. We're Bill and Ted in the pit. Playing 20 yeah. questions. Think of another example. Like a way out? Like, again, it's anybody's guess who's <laughs> the right guy to come in, but they're not going to have the money to, they're not going to shell out a bunch of money again if Max goes. People that were talking about Max resign, he's not going to resign. Yeah. Yeah. This, how about, this, how about there's this no way. Man's going to get his money. Get the he's money. not, he's not going to do it. Would um, you give up 40 million euros? I sure <laughs> shit. No. I don't know. Are you so, a million dollars? Like, I'm not. And here, and here we are. It's not, it's not going to happen. Um, and yeah. when you hear your president come out and talk in that manner, like we're riding this thing out, there is a scary, scary feeling there. Like it ain't going to be, it, it ain't going to happen this year. There's still time to salvage Syria. You Lots can have a positive stimulus on these players. Get a clean slate there. And hey, if you want to crucify the players, after another coach comes in and he brings new ideas, fresh ideas, and they still fall flat on their face, okay, then fucking fully agree. Let them yep. all out. Let them go. If you bring another manager in half season and it's still garbage, okay, well, it is what it is. But is there anything to tie Max onto for you guys? Okay, let's throw our opinions out the window right now for a second. Is there anything that would make you? clamp down and double down on max being this guy no <laughs> i was waiting for him to finish but <laughs> no there's not a single thing right now that would make and him clamp down on Max. has he done anything to show that he deserves to still be like anything name holding? one thing stop it that's it he's holding he's holding his thoughts the okay again i've sat in this chair beside this donkey and with this guy and said on many times I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give Max time to get things right. Man, that clock is like stopped working, doesn't even spin. I don't even know where the clock is. I've given (laughs) him enough time. There, I. How many games we have left? Nine till the World Cup break. Too many. Man, the only thing I've heard or seen anybody is the past. The past, but even that, like, it's not good enough. And for me. That even holds true to Agnelli. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It holds true to everyone. Like, if that point, bring back Conte. Like, I mean, wholesale shit. changes. Wholesale changes needed. I want to bring up um, some of his words from the shareholders uh, mean too, oh, like Agnelli. It? It's oh, kind of God. funny too when you tie this whole thing in. It's interesting to hear what he said to the shareholders. Oh, uh, this was what October sixth. Yeah, so October 6th, you know, talking about these things. They oh, have he did another plan, one. He did another one last week? Yeah, it was October 6th, yeah. Oh, I thought you were asking for the one last year, remember? Or at no. the beginning of the season. Oh, okay. Shareholder, by the way. Come on, come on. Oh. All I'm right. happy about it, but yeah. The plan is based, okay, this plan to, uh, you know, get Juve going five solid pillars, okay? Five challenges that the whole of events will be called on to address both on and off the pitch. Financial being number one, okay? 
It is clear to everyone, especially us, the economic financial balance that we lost during the pandemic years must return to drive the club's strategic choices. The extraordinary capital increase transaction was the initial step on this path. It's been devoured. It's been devoured. Yeah, yeah, that's gone. That's fine. We knew that. Okay, so you can't even find any of it in the cafeteria. That's already gone. So that's out the window. Um, Management. Juve's ambition is to guarantee operational excellence in every activity in support of a brand development aspiring to become attractive to the younger generations, Z and Alpha, and aiming to become truly global. Let's stop on this one for a second. Management. Alpha generation sitting right here. This guy right here. Guarantee Where? operational excellence in every activity. Okay. So operational excellence could be from like the janitors up to the cafeteria. It, yeah, that like, is. Up yeah, to like, be. you know, making sure that you have like automated lights so you're not wasting energy. It's a big fancy word for no reason. Yeah. The offices may run great. Younger generation. <laughs> The majority of the younger, like when I think back to, and we've heard the story, what's when, since I started this pod in 2018, okay, it was the same thing. And I've had obviously a lot of younger people than me. It is what it is uh, on the show. Okay. Yeah, it all was kind of the same in terms of story. You get your odd stories. The one question I always asked every single guest, how did you become a fan of Juventus? And nine times out of 10, it's from family and it's from the older members and whatnot that bring them in. You start shitting the bed here. Okay. Don't count on those fans because nowadays it's harder to get those diehards and everything like that. But if you ain't making it happen, if you ain't making it happen on the pitch, it all stops dead there. And the young generation won't give a shit because they're into flash and pizzazz, the Neymar's, the, all this. So, yeah change that focus a bit okay sport three sport it is our core business and always will be juventus means competing at a high level for victory every day and in every competition victory is a goal to which juventus naturally aspires and every effort of all the men and women of juventus will be directed towards victory starting from the ongoing season well, the U19, the women are doing that. Yeah. And the U20, <laughs> yeah. And the U23s, Everyone but the first team. <laughs> everyone but the first team. Oh, uh, shit. Two of your solid pillars are shit. Two of your first three solid pillars are shit. I'm no engineer, but that's pretty bad. And they're not happening. Yeah. And they ain't happening. They need pretty repairing. Okay, this is under him. ESG for number four, okay. Ten years of club has been committed to issue of sustainability with projects, proper report. It's whatever. Business model, promise to keep new jet. Okay, cool. Five, political. Our industry has been inhibited by structural problems for too long, which if not addressed and solved collectively, risk jeopardizing the European future of the most beautiful sport in the world. Here are some of them. And this is his big ploy, which is Super League. League, Okay. Okay. Can we, can I put a pin in that? Because I'm not like a lot of people are pointing out how like he's too focused on the Super League or anything. Right. You can make that argument, but Let's look over at the other friends where his partner for the Super League, which is Perez from Madrid, is a freaking genius. 
in this world, not even just a modern football, but since like, you know, late, like late nineties. So I'm not totally against that because if, if Perez is for it, then there's something, there's something's good about it. There's gotta be a good idea behind it. So for the super league, I'm going to say, stop focusing on that. It's not affecting the performance in the field. It definitely isn't in, on any of the minds of the players or the staff. So super league is not affecting our play. We should, we're not losing to, to, to Maccabi because of the Super League. I'll make that clear and freaking simple for everybody. That's it. That's a good point. Like, yes, there's a bigger picture. And I know Bert's right. Like, he's going to say it. There's a bigger I'm picture. I'm so mad. <laughs> but how do you connect the Super League to us getting our ass kicked on the field? Like, if yeah. Rabiot's not it's running 10 meters, it's not because he's thinking, oh, I'm going to make 10 mil in the Super League next year. No, he's not it's thinking just a pillar. That. It's one of the five pillars. No, we're not (laughs) losing to Maccabi because of the focus on the Super League. Thank you, Captain Obvious. Hey, there we go. Listen, the name's Joe Macchiato, not Captain Obvious. Get it right. Listen, the focus on the Super League is probably, and making a comparison to Perez, Perez's team isn't in absolute shambles. And Perez's team has had contingency plans for guys that are leaving or on their way out and whatnot. He's dealt with all of them properly. I highlighted earlier, Agnelli had people in place to make calls. If he does not trust them and he then circumnavigates them, get rid of them completely, get somebody in there that can make the call because it can't all start and end with him and him be wiped with a clean, like a clean slate of responsibility or accountability for what's going on. The focus on the Super League, we don't even deserve to play in a Super League. Forget about the fucking Super League for now. Like the thing is, figure it out at home right now. We are in the midst of being mid-table team in Syria, you're focusing on Super League. We're going to go in Super League. We're going to get absolutely rocked and kicked out of that thing in its inaugural season. And then what good is this? Which would be another Super record. League? What's hey. that? <laughs> that would be another record. That First team out of the Super back. League. Like, what, what is the good <laughs> in that? I get it. Financial, chasing, trying to make it an evil level playing field. And I agree with all that. But the fact of the matter is his ego, which ties into the super league but the super league take it away his ego on his own it's it ain't working you can say those words in front of the camera yesterday that he's ashamed that he takes Mm -hmm. full responsibility if you're truly taking full responsibility you act and i'm sorry but continuing to let the group that's been at the helm continue on with this to get them out of this hole it ain't gonna happen it's not going to happen. I don't see it happening. And actions yeah. speak louder than words. Anth, go ahead. Yeah. Um, oh man, I forgot my point. I had, I had a good one. But uh, sorry, carry on. I had a point and I, I lost it. Oh, shit. Actions that, that, speak louder I'm still falling in that hole. <laughs> actions speak louder than words. Oh, I'm sorry. I remembered but... it. Oh, cool. um, Perez wasn't afraid. And this point was brought up. This is not original thought. This was brought up by Omer. I think it was in the green room yesterday or it might have been on the show yesterday. Real Madrid was never afraid to fire a coach midseason and bring somebody oh, else in. A hundred percent. But right? they also brought so, back ex-coaches 
just like we did, which is not always the best. But when I things, talked about this, yeah, we talked about the green room app. But yeah, so when things like you know, and this is Omer's point, when things weren't up to snuff, mm, they gone. didn't care. He didn't care who the coach was. Oh. Out you go, or when it was. Yeah, that's true. Very the true. reason I wanted to bring up that discussion, like his words from the shareholders meeting and whatnot, is the ambitions. You get a completely different vibe from what he says in those to what we are actually getting. And a lot of those decisions are made by him. Okay. Mm -hmm. Stadium mm -hmm. atmosphere, all this, like the team, the performance on the pitch, guys not being held accountable. If we want to create um, competition <clears throat> for positions at the players level, why on earth is like, are the staff basically immune to it? A coach shouldn't be immune to that as well. And a coach should never feel safe. Okay. It's one of the things that comes with being at a big club. You should never feel safe. No manager should just feel untouchable at any of the big clubs. And if you truly have ambitions and you truly believe in what you say in these shareholders meeting, I don't understand how you can't act in a scenario like this. Again, Max, this isn't Max's first season. Okay. This is an experienced coach and this is a coach that's 17 months in. And it's gotten worse. And I think he's at the point now where he's not going to get these players back. No. And it just comes down to whether you believe in him or not as a manager. I don't think it really matters at this point because I don't think he can get them all back. Yeah, I think there was some, I think it was the La Republica that was reporting this morning, Luca, that said there's some, like it listed the players who yeah. were on the yeah. max oh. side and ones that weren't. But I saw Meretti not on his side, which is Republica. Weird. I mean, like that's that's like, yeah, it could be, yeah. But take, I, I take wouldn't every, doubt it. I wouldn't. Yeah, no. Wouldn't right now, the the players they named that are on Max's side actually make sense because the guys that actually shouldn't be there. <laughs> yeah, which kills me. But, I want to remind everybody that's here. Take a second, like the video. Oh, okay, come on. Once the video ends, um, yeah, we're if going you could drop hell. a comment in the video would be awesome too. Nice. Be really massive. Okay, just anything in there. Hashtag Skangout, hashtag uh, Lou, uh, Luca get lost, whatever, anything. Oh, get these guys out. Right now. He said Lou at first. We're just going to touch on that one. I know. Where is Lou? I miss it. Doesn't Luke. matter. He's probably drunk yeah. somewhere. Listen. Good for him. Poor prick. Where do we go from here? Where do we go from now? Like, honestly, are we riding this thing out for his full contract? Max is full. No, no. way. No. There is no. Was God, it two more damn, years? Damn, no. So. Yeah, yeah, it would be another two after this. Another two if after this. That's not going to be the problem. Then, it, like, if that's not going to be the case, what difference does it make trying to make a change midseason? Like, yeah, why I, wait? Why wait? Yeah, we don't know the end. Can we get Anelli on the phone? Do we have his number? Look at you got it. He blocked me like last year after I told him. Guys, him Storm the Barn. We have time for some Storm the Barn. Let's get into this. Um, Guy get Jeremiah's. He sent it a bunch of times. Let's get his in here. Jeremiah's been here since 7.30 a.m. Yeah, he's Get him on. He kept out for tickets. Whoever just said the lose started. the man. Okay. Yeah. Looking at scenarios, bring in Tudor as That's in Lou. as his advisor. Best, cheapest solution. Otherwise, just ask Pogba to use his witchcraft. Um, <laughs> can I can I go on this one, please? Like just yep. quickly. Yeah, Tudor was brought up in the last podcast I was on, and I'm going to say the same thing I said last time. He's doing well in France. He's on a full Marseille? contract. Yeah. Why would he leave? Why for us? I wouldn't. Yeah. 
I hear Marseille is beautiful this time of year. Uh, a bit wet, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Wine so, no to Tudor simply because you don't believe, but would you take him? Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Like, you got to buy out his contract, which you won't do. And then you got to yeah, pay sure. him, which he, he knows now that we're desperate. So he's going to come at us for as much money as he could get. That's something that doesn't get talked about. That's a good point. People know that Juve is going to be desperate. And the next coach is going to be like, well, you paid that donkey $9 million a year. I want at least seven and a half. Right? It ain't going to be a high-priced coach. I'm telling everybody right now. Why? Well, it ain't going to be. It ain't going to be. It's going to be a cheaper option. It ain't going to be Zidane. Tudor. <laughs> The interesting thing about Tudor is that Nicolas Guira said the relationship between Tudor and Juventus is fantastic and that the problems were not between Tudor and Juventus. The problems were between Tudor and Pirlo because Pirlo buddied up with his longtime friend Baronio and didn't actually let Tudor in on what was the original game plan that was put forward to Tudor. So the problem was with Pirlo not Juventus. And he says the relationship is fantastic. If there was a return opportunity there, I don't think Tudor would say no, to be honest. As far as having to buy his contract with Marseille, no, you wouldn't have to do that. Um, He would have to come to terms with uh, them on letting him leave. How many teams really raise a fuss on managers when they want to leave a job? Uh, Not the be-all, end-all. But Tudor is not far out of the question i think it's actually probably a little more realistic than looking at these big big coaches because i don't see the funds that are going to be there and even conte for those that want conte coming in here conte is gonna want cash he's gonna want the money and i don't know if uh, they're gonna do it but that's also another one that romeo gresti said the relationship is nowhere near what people believe with juventus so, so it's better than people think. It's better <laughs> yeah. than what people think. Can I can I bring up an, an interesting topic in terms of coaches? Because now we have to look at if we're going to start thinking of a replacement or an interim, you got to get somebody who could work with what he has, right? You can't bring in a Conte and expect results because this is not a team for Conte. This is a team for Max Allegri. You got to look at these players and think this is guys that Max wanted. He handpicked apparently. So you got to bring in a guy who could work with the situation at hand. You can't bring in someone who needs his own mentality. Like you bring in a Sadi or a Conte who like a specific frame, it ain't happening. You need someone who could adapt. That needs to be said. I, I think any coach could work with this group, to be honest. Like, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. I really do. Yes. I, I, I get what you're saying. That buying into this hard done by player thing. Mm. Yeah. Head end. I know I, I get the point that Luke is saying with like you know Saudi and Club, they have their systems, but I think they could manage with this group for a oh, year or two. Agree. I know I'm not saying it'll be impossible. I still think replacing the coach is the primary thing. But the only the only you know silver lining here is that like two or three of these old farts are leaving at the end of the season. So at least if you do bring an interim, some of these guys he might not want are gone. So this is yeah, this was an interesting this is comment. a funny one. I like this one. <laughs> Dark. <laughs> Man, that city B was, and then you, we came back. First of all, we were minus eleven. We started with minus nine points that year, mm. and we still finished first. Was it nine? So it was more. It was more minus eleven. So it was a nine number. That. And was then like we 30. came back and we finished seventh two years in a row. So 
Yeah, that was a that was a pretty awful time. Those are bad times. <laughs> it was an awful time. A pretty bad time. And still I didn't feel as disheartened watching as I do now, to be honest. To be completely honest, like even in our darkest days, there was like positives and you could you could latch on to at least characters or players on the there's team. There's none right now. You can none. Latch like right yeah. now? None. There's not a whole lot to grasp onto. I mean, we had that faith. We've been talking about it for a while. You have this faith of trying to believe that these stars are going to change it. It's a much <laughs> deeper, much deeper uh. issue. You have to get a new coach in there. And I'm sorry, but I expected, I fully expected to wake up today to the news that there was at the bare minimum a coaching change. I was expecting to wake up to that news at That's Monza. True. After this to Maccabi, like you can still salvage Syria if you get mm -hmm. a manager in here now with some fresh ideas, a new outlook, and bring in <clears> a new <throat> training staff with him, bring in a new assistant coach. Like hanging on to this, I don't now it's like a question of how wait. much work can it get any worse? Wait, wait, wait till Kiza comes back and looks like absolute dog shit. Wait, and then people are going to have no excuses Love whatsoever. Positivity. Why would you say Wait, that? Because Max is going to make him look terrible. Because one, he's coming back from injury, so all the eyes are going to be on him. Already the pressure is like mounting. He's going to come back, and Max is going to have him on right back. He might be right, though, Al. <laughs> it, it's not guys, it didn't look right good. Back, but he's going to take a while to get into the mix. Yeah. And I Again, well, I just, I've never believed in this, in this uh, whole rely on... <laughs> Well, that's a max your top guys. I mean, they need to be your top guys, but my God, if you have no set system, if you know how, if you don't have any foundation for these guys to latch on to, for these guys to believe, for these guys to just have any kind of hope to dig themselves out, there's no, there's nothing of substance there. There's nothing the foundation. What the fuck is this? Clown Natala out. I love that one. I'm so, that, that's that pretty one. good, sweaty. Uh, if I get lost, <laughs> restroom. Why? Take his side, yeah. Thank you for the um, support there. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> love it. For Appreciate all of you, you wondering how to support, Super Chat's enabled, uh, just like Sysman uh, applied here. And, of course, check out uh, the merch, Striped Hearts Barrel. Link to the YouTube channel now. Uh, we just had five days of 15% off. So thanks to everybody who took advantage of that. But there's a ton of cool designs out there. The latest ADP and Principino's nice. If he's lost the dressing room, why keep him? And that's just it. I mean, Good point. in interviews, yep. you got to take everything with a grain of salt. It's not that uh, it's a for sure that he's necessarily <clears throat> lost the dressing room. And sometimes there's situations where the coaches don't lose the entire dressing room, but they lose a portion. We don't know. And nobody's going to know that because you're not going to be able to – we don't know. We don't have that type of inside sources to see – SMS in January. We talked about that yesterday. Don't really bang happen. on that. L Lotito um, came out came out today and said, "Yeah, he was worth a hundred million. Now um, he's worth. I'm not going to 120. 120. Fucking Lotito. So, yeah, Michael Razzo saying, do you expect the ultras to be protesting? I don't think the ultras are going to do anything about it. They're banned anyways. They're like, banned, what are yeah. they? A protest outside the stadium? I mean, that's that's something else I'm going to bash on the leg before I Agnelli for. I think. A lot of the the support of this team comes from that stadium, and if you have no no support in that stadium, like 
it really, it really has to. It, go, it says a lot about this club. Like I watched that game yesterday, and I was, I barely had the volume up, and I heard the crowd, like way above the the play or the commentator. It was incredible atmosphere, and man, do I miss that! Man, do I miss that! It makes a difference, guys. It really does. So well, PSG sold out. <laughs> Poor bastards. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That sucks for everyone that spent a lot of money and now it's not gonna poor Maurizio. He's definitely gonna <laughs> he's definitely there. Well, they got another tie. PSG and Benfica drew again. Okay. They? Oh, so yeah. they're at eight points and mm-hmm. we're sitting at three. Say we beat Benfica, we go to six, they stay at eight. Benfica still plays Maccabi in the last match. We would have to win Every we'd game. have to beat Benfica and PSG. Yeah. Right now. Do you guys do you guys that... even care if we make it to Europa League? Do you even care? I care. Do you even but, want us to? Yeah, like I'd I'd like to watch something during the week. You know, it's just a little more extra. But Al, it would be like obviously, it's still a competition. It's still something you want to do. But overall, the feeling around this club right now is that, and that's like that's like it's two in the morning. You're already pissed. Can you, drunk and, can you and, take an embarrassment in the Europa League? Okay. I just I took one yesterday. Yeah, I was gonna so, say it's so in Champions League to Maccabi. Can we do we want more of that? Do we think that there's a bigger like more element of damage to these players and their psyches? <laughs> like say we go to Europa League and all of a sudden these guys can't pull through in Europa League. Well, they're not pulling through anywhere else. So what's this me. gonna <laughs> what's this gonna do for these guys? Like I'd wanna see I'd wanna see 90 minutes of Medetti and Sule. I would no, go to the circus. <laughs> I would say, hey, you know what? We're in Europa. Let's uh, let's let the young guys go. And I'd actually be on board with that. And to be honest, credit to Sule who showed some chops yesterday coming in. Really, there. the only one who did. Yeah. Well, Keen. I thought Keen. Keen actually. Keen that's two straight cameos where he came in working hard and looking good. Yep. But it's was he looking cross. good because the others were just so goddamn bad and like um, I, I don't know. But he had two good cameos. Doesn't matter. Yeah. And the funny yeah. thing was. Max didn't start him because he didn't look good in training the day before, apparently. Oh, so, oh, like, oh, wait. You're, so, telling me, you're telling me Rugani, Paredes, and, and McKenney looked good in training the day before? Oh, I'm sorry. Some players look been... really good in training, man. What... Yeah, like, like, like Al said, Sandro looks always good in training. He didn't look great yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> I think Sandro had a. Listen, well, he should have closed that one down. Yeah, he should have. It's 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 tough. You know, you know, it's tough. Uh, Ron Rosetano, you're coming in saying they're paid probes. If that damages Mm -hmm. them, do we really want them playing for Juve? Well, that's an interesting. I mean, honestly, how much of this? So, how much do you guys put on the actual players themselves? Because we've talked a lot about Agnelli. We've talked about Allegri. How much are you, we putting on the players? 45%. I talked about this yesterday, so Luca, go ahead. 45%. I, I mean, yes, there's a lack of desire and, you know, and, and motivation, and you see them just walking, but where does that stem from? You know, like, that, that, that stems from the lack of motivation and, you know, that, that comes from your leader. You know, like if there's no one leading on the field and no one leading you off the field, like I think that stems from just leadership, not from the player. Like, because we've seen them run. We know they can run. And we know yesterday we saw the guys come off the bench wanting something. But 
it's not all on them. Yes, there's a large majority that's them, but I, I think it's not um, it's not all them. I think it's 45%, 40, 45 around there. Yeah. And? Um, okay, here, here's, here's my thing with that. We sort of talked about it. They are paid professionals and they are on the field and it's been drilled into them to follow a certain system by the manager. So you can't have... You can't have players just going rogue on whatever the system is because that's just going to leave gaps. So they're like, is that, are they, so that really it's, there's 0% of the problem in one aspect because they're doing what their manager wants them to do. And they're putting positions by their manager to execute a specific system. So is that 50%? Is that zero? So is that a hundred percent on max? I, I don't know how to put a percentage on it, but. They can't just be like, I'm not, we can't have half the team fall in the system and the other half not because it's just, it's going to be erratic out there, even though it looks erratic now, but you can't, you can't have players just doing whatever they want. Yeah. So we've got uh, Michael Razzle saying 20% and Yelly 60%, Allegri 20% the players. We have uh, Yorio saying players have as much responsibility, but the coach is playing the team. He picks the lineup, and it's easier to blame one person than 11. When we talk about the players themselves, I mean, I just can't fathom this many of them. Again, when they go to international break, they play well, they come back. We have this many players not performing. You have Locatelli, who did great at Sassuolo, had a good Euro, solid Euros with uh, Italy. Play well, yes, you sir. have Vlaovic, who was battling for Capo Canyonera. He's like one of the most promising strikers out there, falling flat on his face. <clears throat> you, you have, uh, like, just go through the Even list apparently is supposed to be this guy. So I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Whatever Paredes is supposed to bring. A new agenda there, by the way. Wasn't Costa there with supposed to be the savior, year? and he, for yeah. the large part, has not really been it in the minutes he's played. He's out now for 40 days, apparently. Every uh, single every single Three international player looks better with their national team. That's a fact. And the ones that aren't even called up are somehow still starting for this club. That bothers me. Like There is a major, major problem going on right now. And I think it is, it's just, I, the players, as far as putting blame on them, of course they're responsible at the end of the day because I don't Absolutely. like the attitude. I don't like the attitude and the body language yeah. out of the players. But again, I can't help but think and look, and again, I just use work experience, right? And I use some team experience from sports, but have you maybe some people in the <clears> live have been in that position or whatnot? I've seen people in a position when you don't believe in the ones ahead of you and the decisions they're making, if you start if you start to not enjoy what you're doing, your performance will suffer tremendously in some cases. And can you, you believe that's like why I stopped playing. That's why I stopped playing soccer for a lot of, a lot of years. Cause I just, it, it turned into a job and I didn't want to do it anymore. I thought it's cause you had no knees left. No, that was way before the knees. Oh, uh, oh even, okay. even way before. 
way before. Way, so basically, when Ant, we're going back 1960s, guys, like back when there was no, no color yeah. TV. So, and right. what about in a professional atmosphere, in a work atmosphere, Ant? Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh, yeah. Like, so I, you know, I guess they have that that new term called quiet quitting, which is whatever, where you just kind of just go, you you start at nine, you finish at five, you do your thing, you don't do any extra, you don't put any get extra out. work in, yeah. you're in, get you're out. out. Uh, word of the wise, don't do that when you're Luca's age because you can do that when you're my age because you already, you know, when you're younger, oh. you should put in the extra hours, do more to, to get ahead. Yeah. Uh, I just, yeah, I, I've seen it and it doesn't end well for people. Uh, in a in a business sense, yeah, uh, you should always be striving to to do better, to work, put in the extra hours, the extra uh, the yeah. extra and, practice, I guess, in this sense. But <clears throat> they might be doing it. I I really don't know because we're not we're not in the building. And point to that now is that for a few years we were lucky. If let's say our past coaches were slacking, we had leaders on the bench in the team. You know, now we've got what Bonucci. Another thing you have to look at is that you have, whether you want to call them leaders or veterans, like you have Quadrado and Sandro who are veterans, right? Let's just, we can call them veterans. Yeah. Yeah. They've been there a while. And they're, they're at a contract at the end of the year. Yeah. So why so, do they care? Exactly. You know what I mean? How, how much leadership are you getting out of those guys who have already been, the club's already said publicly, yeah, we're not going to renew their contract. So not to mention they're playing like shit. Yeah. Yeah. So like, you know, like, you know these the players, KB eighty seven, these players get paid millions and play like this. It's uh are still human beings, though. Still Look, humans. That's true. You know, you, sure they need to play better. I I don't like the body language. I don't like the attitude. But again, for me, that's telling of them not having a sense of belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do not believe that they don't believe they can get the job done. It's it's clear. There is a lot of doubt all over that team. Ultimately, mm-hmm. uh, it's up to your leader to instill that belief in the team, in the players. Like mm-hmm. there, There's nothing there to grasp onto. Like I said, if you wanted to think about sticking through with all involved and Max included, there has to be something there to hang on to. There are some that have resorted to now saying, and I want to get Ant and Lucas thoughts on this, ride it out this year, the chips land where they land, and then you clean the slate because Sandro, Quadrado, Rabio, they're all going to be gone, and you write this as a one-off season, and you look to pick things up next season. How do you feel about that? Because that is what I'm starting to pick up now on social media and certain outlets. How do you guys think about that? I think it's going to be too late by next, like it's going to be that bad that by the summer, you know, Madrid's going to come in, give 70 million for Vlaovic. He's gone. He's a, he's still got some potential. I mean, I'm not saying he'll leave, but I think that would be too much damage at that point. Like who's going to want to play for a coach who like next year, I don't care if Max is a God by next year, this year is, is now we're talking about the present, not the future. If he loses the, the you know, the locker room now, how is he ever going to get it back? It's just going to keep getting worse and worse. I don't think, I don't think we could just write it off. You need to fix it now because next year is it's it's next year. Yeah. You got to change now before you can think about the future. Like I don't care. Ant, what do you think about riding it out and then seeing those players that need to go move and then 
trying a clean slate? Well, either way, those players are leaving, right? So you need. Yeah. So we're going to be riding. We're going to we're going to see next year what happens after those uh, after those players leave. Uh, how much it all comes down to how much damage is the club willing to take? Are we willing to finish seventh yeah. or eighth? Financially, too. Miss out on all European competitions and then oh. not play in Europe next year. Are we? Yeah. Are is Agnelli ready to financially take no. on that risk? We can't. Maybe he is, and that's why he's riding it out to the spring, not spending any money. Maybe spend some money in January. Again, we don't know. I don't think that's the case, but they may say, "Listen, this is our team. This is our coach. We're going to ride out. Be damned what the results are." Well, we, we're obviously going to try and compete, but. If we finish out of Europe, so be it. Watch him put us all through hell, only to know that the Super League will be finalized. A massive influx of hundreds of billions of dollars comes in, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah, you know what? We'll clean up this roster, one foul swoop, and then Max cleans things up. Yeah, that was my dream. It ain't happening, everybody. It ain't It ain't happening. Um, look, yeah, I mean, some that want to believe that I think, uh, it's going to be too late. And if we fall too far down, we're probably going to lose more than Sandro Quadrado and Rabio. I mean, Vlahovic is a risk to not want to stick around for that, especially how this season's been going like a big selling point guys. It's a little frustrating. Uh, statistics aside, just Body language again. Look at the body language of these players. And again, we talk about players. I will say this: players that have gone have performed to a better extent than they were at UV. They have. There's yeah. something to it. There's something. They're all doing better. I can't just simply put it on the players. For They're me, what I need out of the players is I need that fight. I need that grinta. That's not there, but. It's deeper because they just don't believe. They have nothing there. It's frustrating. This Retiro, let's see what happens. Okay. Uh, hopefully it works out to our benefit because I think uh, Agnelli's made it pretty clear. And if there hasn't been action yet, we might have to stick to the latest bit of news, which was World Cup break. Might be that deciding point. Might be that little bit of reprieve from the season that the management needs to ultimately either pull the trigger or really clamp down. I think after the World Cup break, everybody, we will know the true intention with Allegri. I don't think we're going to see it up until that point. So strap on your seatbelts, everybody, and uh, buckle up. The ride has been bumpy so far, and there's no end in sight for the turbulence, okay? So uh, let's see what happens. Retiro, we've got... uh, the Derby de la Mola, and my God, win that game, Juve. Come on. So Derby de la Mola on Saturday. We're going to be live uh, 8 p.m. <clears throat> Eastern time for the match day live, and then I'll bring you the watch along, okay? And I will do a watch, a watch along for the Derby oh, de la Mola. Fingers crossed we get a victory, boys. Um, yeah, we got to start turning the tides one game at a time. Let's see what happens. As far as big wholesale changes, which I believe need to happen, starts with Coach. Let's wait till after the World Cup break. I don't think we're getting anything until then. Um, yeah. Ant, Luca. Well, more Ant. Thank you, uh, Luca. You're, you're welcome. You were here. Um, 
fucking headache and I'm still here and I'm still getting shot on. I told you, you're getting flack until you learn to play We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel on that goddamn keyboard Come on. live on air. Come on, hit us with it. Right now, do it. Billy Joel. He's out. Perfect. Come He's on. Back. One day, that's the only stipulation yeah. had fart, on the team. That we never really did like an initiation thing for members, but that's yours, and we're putting it yeah. in. Place right I've been here longer than half. To, I've been here longer than him. What the? Yeah, fuck? I don't do that. He never went through initiation, so yeah. Neither did he. Um, I, I just grew up here and just got on the show and chill. <laughs> Everybody, appreciate the live. You guys were uh, on fire today. It's tough, tough moments uh, to see Juve like this. All we can do is uh number one pray i always say this dude well yes <laughs> pray is one drink uh, responsibly a couple things we can do do not let it get to you okay uh still yeah. take the time enjoy i mean go touch grass for christ's sake uh get out enjoy yourselves he means All natural right. grass um good session grazie crazy italian three okay um Sometimes uh, I say, if it wasn't for this show, it would be a hell of a lot worse. It's nice to come out here, vent, air your opinions, air your thoughts, get your comments in. You guys are fantastic. Even when we reach high numbers like that, there's a lot of respect in there. The AJC Army is second to none. So big, big uh, kudos to all of you today, okay? Um, And we will chat on the weekend. We're going to get ready for the Derby de la Mola match day live. Then I'll do a watch along. And I hope that I have some damn goals to celebrate in that Derby de la Mola, but hopefully you can all join and um, take in that watch along. So no beer at, uh, <laughs> yeah. Not no with that. Not, no, no. That hair is no going to be all over the place. Yeah. It's Wednesday. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, fucking Wednesday. Maybe. We'll see. Wednesday, but man. no, grazie again, as always, no matter what, fino alla fine, forza Juve. Let's just uh, take it one game at a time. One Michael. Day. You're very welcome. Ciao, tutti.